At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Hey, welcome to Oral Hygiene. It's a podcast where we talk about educational films, experimental caught films, and the stranger end of documentaries. This is Matt with me today is Andrew Shearer. Hello. Hi. How is everyone? Y'all ready to roll with Grizzpaw? Every one of you. <laughs> um Today's film is is the trouble with grandpa, the trouble being that he's a vengeful old fuck. <laughs> not not quite, but uh yeah, this is a early 80s bit of film. It, it was it seems it was a um sort of like another one of these after school special for adults thing produced by the Catholic Church, I think. Yeah, there was they were religiously religious um religious themed or at least yeah religious bankrolled a series of inspirational educational like yeah but they're they're like a half hour piece right so um this this is today's of course can you tell us sort of that quick plot rundown absolutely so 1982's the trouble with grandpa stars elisha cook jr and a very young meg tilly uh, he is uh, her grandfather and he is raising her because it is un- understood that her mother has passed away. And so she is dealing with having to care for a man who much like Anthony Hopkins in the Oscar nominated, the father is losing his mind to dementia. Yes. Yeah. My first note is that we're going to get a bit Tilly. Just, <laughs> I, could, I can't avoid that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, and, she was so good. I mean, you can. Were you watching this as a movie or an after-school special? Because both of these are like movie stars. Because Elisha Cook Jr. Uh, I mean, most people that are horror fans know him from House on Haunted Hill. Or the, uh, was he in the Haunted Palace also? Yeah, he's one of those guys that's in everything. Yeah, he just I, kind of pops up, and you're like, "Oh, dude, that's him. That's the guy. Is he the guy that does Piglet's voice? No, but he's he's the guy. He's the guy." Uh, <laughs> Was his name Huggins or something like that? I can't remember his name, but he's got one of those names. He's the one that lets them into in the William Castle house on Hunter Hill. He's the one that lets everybody into the into the house. And he just right, has right. that worried look on his face. And here he, he's more of uh, Mickey Rooney, wouldn't you say? Oh well, he's, old Mickey Rooney. Yeah. yeah uh, honestly, I'm I'm weird. My first Mickey Rooney thought is is young Mickey Rooney. Really? Yeah. I guess because I've watched enough classic films that that stuck in my mind more. Well, I just. I mean, these two, he is in her face constantly. Like, he's in her personal space 100% of the time. They, they yell at each other. Yeah. <laughs> they yell at each other, like, all the time. Some people do that, I guess. I mean, here it's probably amped up for drama, but... <laughs> it is. I mean, he's playing for the cheap seats, even though we all have the same seat, because this is a TV series. <laughs> so, like, what are you doing for the back row, guy? He... <laughs> all in her face all the time and he's they have shouting matches uh and you know it's got a point and he i had just watched the father um 
not i don't know two nights before i saw this and so in that movie you have anthony hopkins which is a bit more of a dynamic thing because he has 90 minutes to do it and here elisha cook jr i mean it's it's odd because he's seen uh lying in the in the in the ocean right in a in a scuba suit or something right. like that or a surfboarding suit and you're i was thinking like don't let grandpa do that he's gonna die it's a early 80s you can get to do whatever you want man it's yeah. a me decade yeah true but then he uh you know he seems like he's got his shit together and he's you know he's acting as the father uh, for Meg Tilly's character, I can't remember her name in the in the movie, but he yells at Dory because I wrote, "Come on, Dory, just keep swimming." Dory, <laughs> okay, right? That's funny. I didn't even think about that. Um, but he's yeah, he's a uh, he's forgetting shit, but he's really like angry about it. Like he's insistent that he knows things, but he doesn't. But it starts to really kind of hit him um, in the first section of the movie that he is losing his mind and that she is going to have to be able to fend for herself at i don't know what age do you think she was was she like high school age i assume she was like 17 i i yeah. actually wrote she's got a lot of bad news head trips for a 17 year old yeah no and she's yeah so it's um that's kind of the the first part of it before like you said the the vengeful fuck part happens <laughs> but ac- actually uh i her acting did was a little more notable for me because it's uh for a teenager on screen, it's pretty naturalistic because usually a teenager, it's like just little adult or they're so petulant. It's like a five-year-old in a 17-year-old's body. But this seems true. like one thing this movie actually does quite well is having a nice balance of actual 17-year-old. Yeah, no, that's I'm glad you mentioned that because um, right away, as soon as she started, God, even when you just look at her, I mean, Meg Tilly's a, did she win for Agnes of God or no? Um, I don't remember. My first thought was Big Chill, actually, with her, but she, Big Chill is when she, what she was known for. But I want to say Agnes of God, she may have gotten an award. Um, but anyway, no, she was clearly extremely skilled at a young age. She was great, great. But yeah, I mean, it's it's the acting where it doesn't seem like acting. I mean, in the end, of course, she is. But uh, yeah, I, I, naturalistic seems to be seems to be the right word there. So yeah. Um. Oh yes, the uh, the old folks' home. They make it. It's like the village and the prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> if the old people try to go away, they you know send a big bouncy ball to bring them back or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Zardoz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. You gotta, you gotta get the the underwear or whatever that thing's called if you're gonna do Zardoz. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, what 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 got me was uh, he's got a friend there that he goes to visit, and at this point his friend is just like, he's gone. You know, he's alive but just autopilot. He doesn't he's know he's here. He doesn't know anything anymore. Yeah, he's That's screaming. Pretty zen. Yeah, no, I, I mean he's not. He's not lying. I mean that's kind of the. I think that was kind of the breaking point for him. It seemed when when he really started to like go heavy and with the uh with the you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go crazy soon so you gotta get your shit together i wrote um all of my friends are dead twice in the in my notes once because i wrote it and then the second time because he said it <laughs> <laughs> um I, I i i've had obsessions where i'll go looking at lists of the um 
worst album covers ever and one you'll always come across as it's maybe freddie gage or something all of my friends are dead it's like a motivational album where he's got this yeah. dude like at the gravestone yeah exactly. like a younger dude right his friends are dead because uh because they were partying too hard <laughs> you know who cut corners janice joplin you know what happened to her she died no it, it uh it made me think of the song uh people who died by rocky erickson right yeah, yeah. You know who can't make a sandwich? Mama Cass. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, too soon. <laughs> you know who? Well, but, it, was, it was an Elvis joke. I'm yeah. not telling. <laughs> you were talking about some of the um, the screaming matches, and um, I did start like just getting these through in my head as, you don't have friends and you suck. <laughs> Which It's true. Uh, Apparently, the um, the resolution to that is having a grandparents and kids party with hot dogs and cards. God, that was weird. <laughs> that was the weirdest. Because at first, I'm like, okay, what? Uh, why are we talking about this movie? I mean, it is obscure, but what's the angle? Then they have that that party, and I'm going, what am I? What is this? <laughs> like, how is this a realistic solution? It's not. It's a. It's a party they had, but um, they do have like a pretty. Like I guess they're supposed to be relatively poor, but then they live in like this insanely glamorous spot. They live in a trailer, like in Malibu, on the beach. Man, it's like the view they've got. They're like, you got to be kidding me with this. <laughs> what is she so mad about? I mean, I understood though. That's me being a little bit uh, snarky about it, but. No, you're right. Um, so because she has no friends, the decision is because she's got a love interest, right? Or a guy that is interested in her. Well, she right? talked to a guy, but I guess for teenagers, again, it's naturalistic. They had one conversation. She's obsessed now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so um, the idea is to get, uh, I think, his grandfather or something, and then all the old people all the spry people to go hang out together with, with the young people. And it was kind of a way for her to develop relationships or friendships, or at least have a social life because her life basically consists of school and, and her grandfather and the beach. Yeah. <laughs> and forget the beach. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> that, that, that sweet bungalow they have. Hmm. Um, now, now my, my grandfather, one grandfather fell apart physically, the other one mentally, but, um, I do remember when he was on the, the edge of senile being in a, we were at a steakhouse. I don't, maybe Outback or something. I don't remember, but, uh, they asked him if he wanted steak sauce and his reply was not if it's any damn good. <laughs> so I thought that was fun. <laughs> you want steak sauce now see i had the uh i had a different experience i had a uh, one of my grandfathers uh my mom's dad he was an alcoholic he was a drunk so i couldn't blame uh dementia or early onset alzheimer's on the things that he would do Mm. and he was the one that embarrassed the family but i will say this uh, my my paternal grandfather who actually ended up living with for a while there in doraville um he uh he stole shit that was a one of the early things we noticed about him. He became a klepto. What as an old age thing? Yeah, yeah. Like we were living there with him, and we all went out to a 
uh, Japanese um, restaurant, and uh, we the next morning we see the um, sake cups. You know they're ceramic, right? They're all in the um, you know the 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 dryer, the dish dryer, or whatever. You know you like wash a- them like set them out there they're all there it's like a hotel you can take everything home with you I, you know i'm like i'm sitting there going like he creeped all these he totally ganked the sake cups but when did he pocket those things that is the best idea do it when you're old do like like maude right she was uh you know she was stealing cars and it seemed to be no no uh, repercussions for that right the like, other <laughs> My my grandmother on the other side, she um she had like a brain tumor, just she didn't get operated on. And at one point, I remember her telling me, "Yeah, my husband, and I never had any children." Like, really? <laughs> you you look at your hand and it begins to disappear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I knew what the deal was at that point. So I was, oh, really? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I was just like, wow, that actually just happened. <laughs> But uh, no, the best story I think I have from all of that, and it's not making fun at all, it's actually it's sad, but it's also kind of like awesome. Um, my great grandparents who uh, lived in upstate New York, uh, we'd visit every summer, and uh, my great grandmother began, began to deteriorate, she she got dementia, um, and it was just like a slow kind of process to got to the point where, um, uh, my great grandfather could not uh, take care of her anymore, she had to go to nursing home but the idea was how to get her out of the house because the first time they tried it he kicked everyone's ass and they left mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like 90 something and he was just like come get me motherfucker. <laughs> they, they, he, he tagged every single one of them and they left and they i think they ended up having to do it where um they had to get him separate from her and then they had to come get her while he wasn't there or something like that uh yeah I, there's got to be a whole sort of uh yeah, that must be a relatively common occurrence because I'm thinking if someone wants to drag me out, I'll be like, tell you what, I'm going to punch you in the dick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can see people getting that frame of mind. <laughs> Here's how it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my, uh, what I, I, this has to exist. I want to see like a Street Fighter 2 style video game where like all the moves are like, um, orient to your opponent's crotch and there's no blocks <laughs> Johnny Dick Punch 5000 yeah. <laughs> Dick Puncher 2 <laughs> so that's if, if, if anyone out there is good at modding you know make that one <laughs> there has to be that one. <laughs> how about this <laughs> I'm going to count to three you go over there and start spitting out dicks <laughs> That's why I slightly I have the um, unpopular opinion of slightly preferring Tom Cruise's Jack Reacher to Keanu Reeves' uh, John Wick, because Jack Reacher punches everybody in the dick. Yeah, Jack Reacher round. Right. <laughs> no, I think they should have just called that character Dick Puncher. That would have been better. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing, basically. <laughs> uh, Jack Reacher, Dick Puncher. Yeah. What's what's the female version of the name Dick? Would it be Dicka? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I want to meet someone named Dicka. That would be fun. <laughs> or just be kind of like, uh, 
uh, Eloise Volvomatic. What, what, what was Ted's kid and Bill and Ted? It was Billa. No, I guess Billy works, but Billa. That would be a nice, nice, terrible name to have. That was a good movie, man. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> okay. Just remembered that. I paid 30 bucks for that. <laughs> How does that work? Was it Disney Plus rates or? No, it was um, it was day and date because it didn't come out to theaters. You just own it immediately. Oh, okay. So that's like you're paying the theater ticket. See, yeah. uh, you know, in Japan, I, I especially in the last year, I don't know how any of this stuff works anymore. <laughs> no, it it was cool because I just owned it immediately. You know, sometimes they'll send you the Blu-ray too. You never know. I'm yeah, I'm I'm still, I'm still a physical media guy, so. This is this Voyager set was like birthday present. Sorry, it's a giant brick. <laughs> it's a Star Trek I never watched. I thought maybe I'll go ahead and do that now. I'm waiting on the Andy Milligan, the haunted whatever it is of Andy Milligan. It's like a 32 of his movies set. <laughs> um, I guess we're pretty much done with Grandpa here. It is a surprisingly well-made little squib of a film. Yeah, no, I, you got, you got people who have feature film acting experience making something like this. And, you know, uh, it had to have been the money that they did it for, or in Meg Tilly's case, the experience um, and the exposure too, and being on a, you know, a primetime network and all of that. But um, looking at it now, um, it is way better than it had any right to be, yeah. <laughs> what it was. Uh, <laughs> I could take or leave Elisha Cook's performance. He's a guy I like, but only as a character actor. I don't know, uh, as a lead, he doesn't have a whole lot of dynamics to him. But Meg Tilly, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, if you want to see a young person who's clearly, um, you know, meant for great things, um, it's, nice. a, it's a good one to watch. So I slightly failed. Last week was Kid 90. We were going young with the kids, and this week was supposed to be old with Grandpa, but instead we got a, a good teen performance. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's trying to go old this week, which uh, it's sad. I guess it's satisfyingly old, but uh, yeah, a little more of a character, like a very fun character for grandpa. But I, I guess you're going senile. You probably, I guess people in that case might come across a little character like uh, again with, with my, my little grandparent stories. I mean, those are pretty over the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for, same. <laughs> um give them give them the route to to your shiza okay man so my name is andrew Shearer. my favorite hitchcock movie is the trouble with harry so that's kind of like the trouble with grandpa but uh i don't make movies like hitchcock movies although i have shot i did my own remake of the uh shower scene in psycho we did it at the bulldog inn which is very sketchy you can find that on youtube g-o-n-z-o-r-i-f-f-i-c got a bunch of free short films over there as well as uh, on our website, gonzorific.com, you can buy our mixtapes. They are, the latest is called Areola Jones and the Home Video Vixens. Home Video. Wow, they, they, I guess that's almost an anachronism, which is probably why you put it in the title. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is RL Hygiene Pod at Twitter, Facebook, all of that. If you're listening, you probably already know where to find the podcast itself. I just made some new Muzak. That's at rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com. So 
Welcome to Oral Hygiene. It's uh, 7.30 in the morning and we're ready to start. So, uh, hi, this is Matt. <laughs> ready to start what? Vomiting. Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done. 